Hello and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Uh, good to see you all in the chat. Uh, so many of you from Mexico, Iraq, Brazil, Germany, Ukraine. Um, welcome to the English Speaking World series. Today we are talking about the beautiful country of Canada. So first, I have a question for you. Have you ever been to Canada? Uh, I live in Canada. I have been. I would like to go or no, and I don't plan to go. <laughs> so I have never been to Canada, uh, but I've learned a lot of interesting things about Canada to share, you, uh, share with you today. So I can't wait to tell you what I found out about Canada. Um, hello, Anderson from Russia. Hello, Noel from Mexico. Good to see you. Uh, welcome. So a lot of you are saying you would like to go to Canada. And I can understand because look at this picture. What a beautiful looking country. So let's start with some facts about Canada. Now, Canada is the largest country in the Western Hemisphere. And it is the second largest country in the world after Russia. So what is the Western Hemisphere? If you look, the Americas, North and South, are the Western Hemisphere. If you break the globe into halves, you've got the Northern Hemisphere, the Southern Hemisphere, the Western Hemisphere, and the Eastern Hemisphere, and the Americas are the Western Hemisphere. And Canada is a huge country. But despite its enormous size, Canada has a population of 38 million. That's about the same as Poland. Uh, so really not massive population for such a huge country. If you think the US has over 300 million people, uh, Canada really doesn't have very many people. And what's really interesting is nine out of 10 Canadians live in the US-Canada border region, which includes the area up to 160 kilometers from the US. Uh, so the Canada border is where the vast majority of people live uh, in Canada, which is crazy to me that like, you know, this huge, huge country and all of them live just along the US border. Nine out of 10. Um, Atty says, I've been to Toronto, Montreal and St. Jones. Wow. So you've seen quite a, little, a bit of Canada. Very good. So if we're talking about uh, people not living all over the country, spread out evenly, what do we say? We say the population is not hmm evenly. The population is not hmm evenly. It's not designed evenly. It's not distributed evenly, or it's not deleted evenly. So if you say the population of Canada does not live equally all over the country, you say it is not hmm easily. Uh, Suzanne says, because of that, Canada has a strong immigration process. Yes, and Canada is one of the fastest growing countries because of immigration, uh, which is very, very interesting. Um, absolutely correct if you put distributed easily. The population is not distributed easily. Very, very good. So, Canada's largest city is Toronto, and the capital is Ottawa. So the biggest city is Toronto, but its capital city, where the government is, is in Ottawa. But I thought we should speak about Canada's second biggest city. So the second largest city in Canada, Montreal, is not an English-speaking city. 
they don't speak English as the main language in Montreal. So what is the other official language of Canada? What is the other official language of Canada? Is it French, Spanish, or German? What is the other official language of Canada? So the official language is a language that is recognized in the country by law. Uh, that means legal processes can happen in both languages. So what is the other official language of Canada? Very good. If you said French, very, very excellent work. About 22% of the population of Canada is French speaking. So if you do travel to Canada to practice your English, make sure that you go to the right city because it could be a French speaking city. And then obviously your English might not get you as far as you would hope. So let's look a little bit at Canadian history. The first people to come to Canada arrived between 15,000 and 30,000 years ago across a land bridge that joined Asia and North America. Uh, so the first people to arrive in Canada arrived there between 15,000 and 30,000 years ago, and they walked there uh, over a land bridge. Um, around AD 1000, the Viking explorer Leif Erikson reached Newfoundland in Canada, And he tried to establish a settlement. That means he tried to start a town, uh, but it didn't last long. It was not successful. Uh, in the 16th century, the French and British settlers arrived. Uh, and land disputes, this means people fighting over land between farmers and fur traders, led to four wars between 1689 and 1763. And the final war, called the French and Indian War, left the British in control of Canada. But French influence has continued and remains strong even today. And so that's why we have the French-speaking region of Quebec. Uh, so, obviously we spoke about the first people to arrive in Canada, uh, 30, 000, up to 30,000 years ago. So let's talk about them. So who are the First Nations, the Metis, and the Inuit peoples? Uh, so these are the original people that lived in Canada. And there are three different groups that we should talk about. We have the First Nations people, uh, and these are people that are culturally more similar to Native Americans, Native Americans that we understand from the US as well. We have the Métis people who have a unique culture, which is a sort of blend of European culture and Native American culture. And we have the Inuit people who live in the far, far north of Canada, uh, which we understand, you know, of living in the snow, in really, really tough climates with warm clothes and very, very unique survival methods to live in those climates. So there's three different people. And what would we refer, how could we refer to all three groups in English? Uh, a term to refer to the first inhabitants of Canada is what? Is it Canadian settlers? number one Canadians, or Aboriginal people. Uh, a term to refer to the first inhabitants of Canada is Canadian settlers, number one Canadians, or Aboriginal people. Um, and it's very important to say that First Nations, Metis, and Inuit are three distinct, distinct groups. So you might hear people say Inuit to refer to all Uh, of the original people of Canada, and this is not correct. Uh, we would actually say 
Aboriginal peoples. This is what is used in Canadian legal language. Uh, you say Aboriginal people of Canada. Some people might say Indigenous as well. But in Canada, Aboriginal is seen as the number one term. And very, very important to say as well, please do not say Indians or Eskimos. Uh, so these terms are considered outdated. Um, and even though Indian is still used in Canadian law, it is not correct. It is not what you say when referring to these people. So important to remember if you're in Canada and you want to know a bit about the culture, avoid these terms. I would say just don't say them. It's better to be safe than upset someone. Um, true or false? More than half of the world's lakes are in Canada. True or false? More than half of the world's lakes are in Canada. True or false? What do we think? Uh, imagine a map of Canada. Is there a lot of water or not so much water? How much water is there in Canada? Uh, so this fact, this blew my mind. This fact is absolutely true. Canada has over three million lakes. It has over three million lakes, uh, which is crazy. And some of them are very, very large. Some of them are small. What an interesting, beautiful country. So another thing to say, Canada has the world's hmm settlement. Canada has the world's what settlement? The world's northernmost, southernmost, or westernmost. Uh, Canada has the world's hmm settlement. Well, very good. Obviously, Canada is famous for being very, very cold in parts and for being right up in the north and going up to the North Pole. So the northernmost settlement in the world is in Canada. Alert in Canada is the name of the place. And it looks like a pretty tough place to live. <laughs> so let's move on. Ice hockey is the most popular sport in Canada, ice hockey. Uh, that is the national sport, uh, taken very seriously, and they're very good at it. And the national dish would probably be poutine, uh, which is made of fries, gravy, and cheese curds, uh, a nice comfort food for you. Uh, and maple syrup is also very important in Canada. Uh, maple syrup, of course, is known around the world. Canada produces 80% of the world's maple syrup. And the maple leaf is so important to Canada, it is even on the flag. The Canadian flag has a maple leaf on it. So Canadians are seen as being super polite by US Americans. That's a sort of stereotype that US Americans have about Canadians. Uh, and they say that Canadians will apologize even if they do so if you do something wrong to them. So if you bump into a Canadian on the street, the Canadian will apologize to you and say, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so Canadians are super polite, which I think is a good thing. I think that's a, a lovely, lovely thing. Now let's talk a little bit about Canadian language. Um, so I've spoken about the politeness thing. Well, what other country is known for apologizing for things that they didn't necessarily do, like if they bump into you? I would say as a Brit, that is something that we do a lot as well. And this is because Canada and Britain have a lot of historical ties. They're very, very connected as countries. But then, of course, Canada is also very, very connected to the US. It has a very, very long border with the US. Uh, obviously, it's on the same continent. Um, they speak in a very similar way. So the question for you is, 
Do you do Canadians use British spelling or U.S. American spelling? Spelling. Do Canadians use British spelling or U.S. American spelling? Uh, very, very good. Let's see if you get this. Um, so this is quite difficult, and I didn't know this. Generally, it is a mixture of both. Um, so, for example, color in the UK is spelled C-O-L-O-U-R, and they use that spelling in Canada. But then something like realize, in England, I would spell that with an S at the end, but in Canada, they spell it with a Z at the end. So Canada is a little bit of a mixture with its spelling between the US and uh, British English. So just be careful when you're there spelling. Just try and take in what Canadians do. Um, a, this is a very, very sort of famous thing that Canadians say. To turn a statement into a question, they add A at the end. Whereas a US American might say something like, huh? A Canadian will say A. So they might say something like, uh, we're going to go tobogganing today, eh? A. So that's going to turn it into a question. A. We're going to go tobogganing today, A. Eh? Uh, and this is something that other English speakers really pick up on when they listen to Canadians. The A thing is very kind of sweet to me when I hear a Canadian say A. I don't know why, but it's like, ah, oh, that's sort of such a sweet way to say it. Um, Canuck. Canadians call themselves this, and it is not seen as derogatory. So a Canadian might call themselves a Canuck. Uh, a Canuck. And I want to know... What does derogatory mean? So they don't see it as derogatory. They don't see it as derogatory. Does it mean funny? Does it mean serious? Or does it mean disrespectful? Uh, funny, serious, or disrespectful? Uh, Pata says, my tutor from Canada, and uh, my tutor is from Canada, I have private classes. Well, Canadians speak a very nice version of English, so absolutely. It's great to learn English from a Canadian. Uh, tobogganing, Nat asks me. It's like um, when you go on a little sled down a hill in the snow. Whee! Like the Winter Olympics. <laughs> so derogatory means disrespectful. So if you say something like uh, a derogatory term or a derogatory way to refer to someone, uh, you would say that is a word that people of that culture do not like. So, you know, there's certain words that you can say about other cultures that are derogatory. And so you shouldn't say them. Or you can say, this one is not derogatory. A Canadian is happy to be called a Canuck and calls themselves a Canuck, which is very interesting. Although I personally would never say that. I'll leave it to the Canadians. Uh, loony and toony. Loony and toony. You might hear this in Canada. A loony is a one Canadian dollar coin. And a toony is a... Uh, Two dollar Canadian coin, a loony and a toony, which I think is very funny. Um, and then what I noticed when I was looking up these words is a lot of the words that US Americans say, oh, Canadians say that and I wouldn't say that, are actually British origin words. Things like kerfuffle, which means something's a bit of a, an effort and um, annoying to do. Uh, a stag is uh, the, a man just before he's getting married. A stag, you say stag party, whereas in America they might say bachelor party. Uh, and a serviette, uh, British people say that as well, and Canadians say it as well, instead of napkin. A serviette, what you clean your mouth with when you're cooking. Um, 
Mariam, kafuffle, is that the word you meant? Kafuffle or stag or serviette? Uh, and these are all words that are used in both Canada and Britain. So it shows you the cultural connection between Canada and the UK. And then finally, one way that you might recognize someone is Canadian from their accent is the way that they say this word. So famously, uh, Canadians, instead of saying about, say something a bit closer to about, about. Uh, and usually I can't really hear if someone's Canadian or not. But if I hear them say the word about, I know straight away they're Canadian. Um, about. <laughs> and that's the way you tell. And then finally, you might hear them refer to something called a Mountie or Mounties. These are their sort of traditional police force, uh, often on horseback. Uh, so Mounties are the Canadian police force. But generally, Canadian English and US American English have a lot of similarities. Like I say, for me, as a native English speaker, sometimes it's hard to tell if someone's from Canada or the US. I really have to concentrate. Um, but yes, about gives it away. That's it for today's stream. Uh, so thank you to the country of Canada for being so interesting. There's so much more I could say about Canada, but it's been a lot of fun presenting this information for you. And I hope now you would like to go to Canada as well. Um, I certainly would. It's on my list. I'd love to go and practice my French actually in, uh, in Quebec. Why not? So take care. I'll see you soon. Oh, Tatiana, thank you. <laughs> I speak British English. So uh, obviously you like British English. I don't sound Canadian at all. Um, thanks. I'll see you all soon. And uh, until then, bye-bye.